1: relentless refusing to give up all right hit that horn babe let's dance
0: what's up everybody welcome to the fantasy flex podcast this is your fantasy preview for nfl week number four on today's show we will go into the thursday night football dfs slate uh the week four main slate and uh build uh, a lineup and i am your host chris raybon here with one of the top rankers in the game the odds maker sean kerner sean what's going on uh hanging in there how, how are you doing i'm doing good yeah i know you've been a little under the weather so Whew. i hope you uh feel better but uh yeah we'll got it we'll grind through this and yeah. uh get you back uh get you a dnp or get you a limited <laughs> limited practice yeah limited, uh,
1: limited reps yeah <laughs> yeah uh
0: and uh, just a reminder uh please leave us a five-star rating and review if you haven't already. Uh, If uh, you do, we will pick the top one each week and uh, we'll get you a free one year subscription to action pro. uh, Or if you don't have, if you already have that, uh, we'll get you some action swag uh, or uh, some other prizes as well. Uh, Our winner last week got a pretty cool one. So uh, be sure to leave us a five-star rating and review the, Winner for this week is King Duppy. So uh, congrats to King Duppy. Appreciate you. Uh, Please reach out to podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. That's podcasts at actionnetwork.com. All right, let's go into this Thursday night football slate. We got the Lions at the Packers. The Packers are one and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, The total is 46 and a half. Uh, Who do you like in a captain spot here? I'm going
1: with the quarterback here. I'm going with Jordan Love. Um, You know, I had dubbed him as this, potentially this year's Geno Smith. um, And that appears to be the case. He's, you know, quarterback four uh, after three games, and he's looked impressive doing it. And he's done it without his top wide receiver, Christian Watson, who... Could make his debut here. I don't know if he's going to suit it up yet. I think it's still up in the air. He's trending towards playing, I guess. But, I mean, Love's going to be even better if he has Watson at his disposal. Uh, plus, I think he has more rushing upside than people realize. We, we saw that last week. He had 39 yards and a touchdown with his legs last week. Like, he's making really impressive throws on the move, uh, making really good decisions. But he still has room for improvement, which is really good for his long-term prospects. So, I love using him in the captain slot because he has so many stacking partners, too. You can, you know, add in Watson if he's playing or Romeo Dobbs is playing well, Jaden Reed, Musgrave. So he has a ton of stacking options, likes to spread it around. So this is definitely a slate where I think it's worth using a quarterback like Love in the captain slot.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the the spreading around is key because it's tough to predict on a week-to-week basis where he's gone with with the football. All right. Uh, I am going with uh, Jameer Gibbs. Uh looks like, you know, I don't think David Montgomery's going to play in the short week. I, he's still not ruled out or anything like that. But uh, when he initially got hurt, it sounded like it was going to be a multi-week injury. So we finally saw Gibbs uh, see his usage rise. And uh, he had 17 carries, a couple of targets, uh, 60% snaps. So I think he could be in that same range uh, this week against the Green Bay Packers. So, uh, you know, Amon St. Brown is obviously another option, but he's the most expensive player on a slate. So with Gibbs, you're getting about two, a 2K discount uh, on Amon Ra. And I think Gibbs has a chance to be uh, the top scoring player on the Lions as well. So going with Gibbs.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, I would, I would expect Montgomery to miss. I know whenever they ask him what his status yeah. is, he says week <laughs> to week. When they ask Dan Campbell, he says day to day. So I'll trust the player on that one.
0: Yeah, if a player is saying week to week,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, the player, that's yeah. usually it's usually it's the opposite. <laughs> uh, what about for values? Uh, so for on the Packers side, gotta go with Luke Musgrave. You mentioned you were high on him. I'm right there with you. He's just he's been one of the better rookie tight ends this year, just thanks to multiple things. You know, the Packers having zero competition at tight end, so he's you know averaging over an eighty percent routes run rate. Um, he's one of the people that has benefited from Jordan Love being so impressive early in the season. Um, So he's also a must play due to the matchup. Uh, The the Lions have allowed six different tight ends to clear 30 yards through three weeks. And Musgrave is the only tight end that the Packers have. So he has a really high ceiling in this matchup. Love him here. And on the Lions side, he's a guy who was high on last week, but he goose egged. It's Josh Reynolds. (laughs) Um, I mean, he had zero targets, zero catches, but he ran a 75% routes run rate. It was... The target tree was so concentrated. I think only like four players caught a pass for the Lions um, last week, which is going to happen. I mean, that's just how this offense is. Um, any wide receiver behind Amon Ra is going to be pretty fickle. So it could go the other way this week. We could see Reynolds bounce back with a big game. I think his roster ship will be very low or too low after his goose egg last week. So I think it's worth uh, you know reinvesting in Reynolds here and hoping for a big game.
0: Yeah, that was surprising. Uh, didn't do anything, but yeah, his underlying metric's still been good. And Marvin Jones actually saw a decrease in playing time. So, yeah,
1: Well, your boy Khalif was the guy yeah. that stepped up as the wide receiver, too. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: I, I, I mean, I always could see this coming because, yeah. you know, I mean, Khalif has more juice than old-ass Marvin Jones, I guess, at this point. <laughs> um, all right. For me, I'm going to go with uh, on the lion side obviously Sam LaPorta here you know we've talked about him on the other pod but um you know he's a top 6 tight end right now and uh this packer team has given up some 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 catches to tight ends LaPorta's got at least 5 catches in every game uh so i think he's a guy got to continue riding in this spot he's kind of stepped up as that number 2 target behind amon Ra, so um you know love LaPorta and on the green bay side uh Jaden Reed is still kind of in that mid range uh, like him he ran a season high 72% routes last week. And I think, uh, you know, you're not going to really see his role change too much with, even if Watson does return because Reed is the slot receiver. Uh, he had a career high 63 yards last game. Uh, you know, he's good for a rushing attempt probably here and there as well. So uh, like him in that mid range, I, I think he's been playing uh, really well for, for the Packers here. So um, like him is another guy that, could do some things over the middle, uh, along with uh, with Musgraves, you know, lines without C.J. Gardner johnson now, so I uh, like Reed. What about dart throws? Do you like
1: darts, Ted? Oh,
0: they're okay, I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself.
1: Yeah. I'm going with old man Marvin Jones here as my dart throw. <laughs> uh, even after he was leapfrogged by Khalif Raymond, uh, he's probably washed, if I'm being honest. Uh, don't think we can bank on, you know, three or more catches from him anytime soon the rest of the season, but... I think they could limit him to maybe red zone work. Um, you know, he he does make sense as being sort of red zone package over a Cleve Raymond. So if you're taking Marvin Jones here, you're just banking on like an eight-yard touchdown catch or something like that. Crazier things have happened. But, yeah, like he's definitely at the bottom of the depth chart now. Um, on the Packers side, I'm much more excited about my dart throw. Uh, Dontavian Wicks is not someone we probably thought would be a factor this year. But he's operating as a clear number three wide receiver. You know, he's averaging a 64% routes run rate, seeing a pretty good target rate uh, around 17 and a percent. I think even if Christian Watson returns, he's probably worth a flyer. He'll probably still see, you know, 40% routes run rate. Uh, and he's been making plays. So he's he's probably a player most people don't really know yet. Maybe they will after this game. So I think his roster ship will be a bit lower than it should be. But I love uh, Wicks as a dart throw here.
0: Yeah, he's he stepped it up as that number three wideout. So yeah. uh if Watson doesn't play, I think that's uh that's a lovely lovely play there. Uh and even if Watson does play, I mean they I don't I doubt Watson gets a full complement of snap. Right. So yeah. Wicks probably still be that number four uh receiver. Uh I'm going with on the line side, I'll go with Antoine Green. Uh he <laughs> actually oh, <nice. laughs> rookie saw a career high in terms of his route participation rate. Last week, he was up to 15%, and he's kind of been gradually increasing 11% uh, the week before. Now he's 15%. Uh, Marvin Jones has been seeing a little bit of a, a decrease. So uh, maybe this, maybe Green will continue to uh, eat in. Who knows? But uh, he's definitely kind of an unknown on the slate and uh, perfect kind of guy who I think could, you know, ha- make a big play uh, for the Lions uh, if the target share isn't so concentrated again. And on the Packers side uh, is tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go with Taylor, but I don't know exactly what's going on with Jones. Um, yeah, so I'll just go. With, I'll just go. With, I'll just say Taylor. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if Jones AJ is down out,
1: sucks. He yeah, might oh, Frog. Yeah, Taylor
0: <laughs> has been playing a little more in pass yeah. down. So um, yeah, Taylor is a guy who maybe he sneaks in there. Uh, also, not sure. You know, it is a short week, so Jones may sit uh, one more time. So yeah, go with Patrick Taylor here. Uh, he did step up and and catch uh, what was it three passes in in the uh game against the yeah. Saints? Yeah, so uh, let's go, Patrick Taylor.
1: I love the Antoine Green call just because I said he's the guy actually rep- replacing Jamison Williams. Uh, you know, seven games where six of the games have zero catches and one of them's an 80-yard touchdown. Like that's his perfect role. He's yeah. the downfield <laughs> threat. An amazing play for one game slate. Hopefully, it happens here. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, I mean we've been hit I had about uh, Zacchaeus on the nights oh, uh, on the night, on the night yeah. shift. <laughs> and and so uh yeah, we're, we're on a pretty good run here. Let's yeah. uh let's go to the main slate. Who do you like for uh stacks? Like who which quarterbacks are you voting around?
1: Uh so I like the Kenny Pickett, George Pickens stack here against the Texans. Uh both are way too cheap, uh especially Pickens, the way he's been playing. Um, but Pickett tends to do much better against zone. And the first three opponents they face play man at a higher rate and they get the Texans that play zone at a top five rate. So I think, I think a lot of people are going to be on Pickens, but not many will stack him with Pickett. So I like going for the full stack here. Um, Also like the Broncos stack of like Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, and especially Marvin Mims thrown in there. Uh, I mean, this is the toilet bowl matchup of the week against the Bears, but could end up being higher scoring and Wilson's playing fine. It's the defense that's been the problem. I mean, Wilson's topped 300 yards in back-to-back games. Uh, and a lot of that has been due to, you know, Cortland Sutton and Marvin Mims especially playing well. So love going with like a heavy uh Broncos stack here. Um and yeah, maybe send it back with like DJ Moore or something just in case it is a shootout, but love the Broncos stack here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, Russ is too cheap. I think Sutton's way too cheap. You know, Judy's the one they keep pricing up. But yeah, uh, you know, Sutton and Mims, I think, are as a as downfield guys yeah. are more valuable in stacks. Uh, I like Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell. Yet again, like these have been you know guys just <laughs> locked into their target shares, and you know, because they played on Monday night, the Prices are still pretty low. You know, Stafford's 5700 on DK. Puka's 6700 and two two and Tutu 5500 So very affordable uh, stack there that, that I like. Uh, Andy Dalton, if he starts again, I like him with Thielen and DJ Chark. Looks like Mingo is going to miss. You know, we usually concussion protocol is usually taking a guy at least a week now. These days, yeah. like they're usually missing that week. So, um, you know, Chark p- play, played pretty much every snap. Thielen's in his revenge game, and he's been playing well. Uh, So, you know, against Minnesota, this team can score the ball. I think Carolina might be a similar game script to the game against Seattle where they're going to have to throw the football. Uh, And uh, also, just because it's cheap, I'm a little lower on the consensus on Burrow, but I still like him stacked with Jamar Chase just because, you know, Burrow's only 6,500. Chase Hmm. is 7,800. And the Titans have given up uh, a good amount of production to number one wide receivers this year, you know. We saw Amari Cooper in that last game Mm -hmm. have a big game. We saw Chris uh, Olave in week one have 112, and Keenan Allen had 111. So all three number one wide receivers have gone over 100 against the the Titans. So Burrow and Chase, uh, pretty affordable stack this week. uh, Like it
1: as well. What about dart throws? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Uh, So at quarterback, uh, assuming Derek Carr is out, which I think is a fair assumption right now, Uh, Jameis Winston, another revenge game, the week of revenge games. Uh, Brandon Cooks as well, but I think that's every week at this point. Uh, But Winston's only 5,300 and um, just love using him in this potential spot start. He's probably not the same yellow type of quarterback we remember uh, from Tampa Bay, but he's still surrounded by just a ton of elite pass catchers. You know, he has Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shaheed. And we'll have Alvin Kamara at his disposal this week. So he's definitely worth uh, a flyer at 5300 Um, At running back, uh, I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert um, at 4700 uh, Both he and Roshan Johnson are in like a 50-50 split right now with Deontay Foreman completely phased out. Um, so I think both backs are worth a flyer, but I, I, I'm taking Herbert here just because I think a more neutral game script could favor Herbert a bit more. Um, And, hell, you could use both backs. You know, Denver just did allow 40-plus points to two Miami backs last week. So I think taking either of these Broncos backs uh, below 5K is a good play here. Um, At wide receiver, I like Elijah Moore uh, at 4,700. He's seen a 20% or more target rate in every game this year. Um, His routes run rate have been, you know, trending up. He's coming off a nine-catch game, and you can get him below 5K. Love him here. Rashid Shahid at 4K. Um, Like I said, he's going to have Jameis Winston potentially throwing more downfield. Uh, Shahid's coming off a zero-catch game, so I think his roster ship will be low. Um, And he tends to thrive against zone coverage. Uh, He ranked sixth highest in yards per route run against zone last year. And Tampa Bay's been playing zone at the fourth highest rate this year. So it could be a blow-up spot for Shahid. And at tight end, I'm going for the most ultimate dart throw of all time. Uh, Julian Hill uh, at 2,500 this guy has not made a catch yet in his NFL career but last week he had a 70% routes run rate for the Dolphins Um, I don't know why Uh, maybe it was the blowout maybe he already leapfrogged Durham Smythe I don't know why he was running so many routes but um, you know River Craycraft might miss time so there could be some more you know targets underneath but anybody (laughs) running 70% routes on this Dolphins offense I'm interested in at 2,500 so he's worth a flyer in like some massive GPPs just in case he has a big game but Julian Hill could be a surprise uh, play this week
0: yeah I thought I saw him get a target in the red zone too Uh, might have even been in the end zone uh, last week so yeah that 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 is interesting that he I I mean I'm sure part of it was the blowout, but yeah he I think that's the first time he's been active because he's been hurt so
1: yeah, that's right. I didn't think of that. But yeah, he's he's messed the first two games with injury. Yep. Uh Durham Smythe isn't like an elite tight end, so it, it wouldn't take much, but I didn't see any injury uh like news around Smythe, so it's bizarre.
0: Yeah, I mean it's you know they're working guys in, so yeah, something definitely something to monitor. I like that yeah. that call. Um all right, yeah. Uh I got few uh running back Javen Warren, uh 5k against the Texans. You know, we kind of got that report that he's gonna be more involved uh in the in the run game and Najee Harris still got a good amount of carries. Mm -hmm. um, But once again, I think Warren looked like the better player. So now you're going up against Houston. I think Warren's role is going to continue to increase. He played a season high 45% uh, of the snaps and uh, got uh, 11 touches. So he's got double digit touches in each of the last two weeks uh, has Warren. So uh, like him at 5k against the Texans. Uh, And then it looks like, Gus Edwards is in concussion protocol, which again, usually means a missed game. And I heard Justice Hill's injury, maybe multi-week. So mm. if, the, if both of those guys are out, uh, Melvin Gordon is 4,900. Kenya Drake is 4,400. The Browns have been pretty good against the uh, running back. So they're not like smash plays or anything, but huh. especially Gordon, I think, uh, you know, he was the guy that was, you know, next in line after Gus and he looked pretty good uh, doing some things in the past game as well. So, I think Gordon is a guy who probably will get some some time this week, uh, regardless of what happens, because I doubt both Hill and Edwards play. But I doubt it looks like both of them may, may miss this game. So uh, keep an eye on those Ravens backs. Josh Palmer at wide receiver at 4K, uh, way too cheap. And Quentin Johnson at 3,300. He's going to be the number three now. So uh, worth investing in as well. Uh, DJ Chark at 4K against the Vikings. Looks like he's going to be a every down player now, especially with Mingo and Concussion Protocol. Terrace Marshall's that that number three. Uh, Calvin Austin is just thirty three hundred guy. You call you liked uh, last mm-hmm. uh, against the Raiders and he came through. Uh, he's way he's thirty three hundred. Whoa, way I too
1: cheap. That what?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's way Jeez. too cheap. Way too cheap. So I like him in all those uh, picket stacks yeah. as well. Uh, and you know another. I mean, a lot of the Steelers are just too cheap because of. Uh, I guess they played. I guess because they played on. Uh, on primetime and the prices had come out, but Fryermooth is only 3,400. Uh, so I like him at tight end. You know, he was a guy that I, I, I said last week, you know, kind of probably going to bounce back sooner than later. Uh, and now he goes against this Houston Texan defense that, uh, you know, I think, you know, a lot of zone coverage that tends to be good for tight ends. Evan Ingram had seven catches for 67 last week and Jaguar tight ends had 10 catches total uh, against this Texan D and they give up six catches to Colt tight ends the week before. So uh, yeah, like, like Fryer Moose as well.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize Austin was 3,300 cause there was a error in my spreadsheet. Cause apparently <laughs> they have Calvin Austin, the third, but Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. That is way too cheap. I was a little bit disappointed They're They're kind of just using him as like this downfield threat. I was hoping like design more like screen passes, just get the ball in his hands. He's so friggin' good, but uh, that's, you know, Matt Canada for you, but yeah, yeah I feel like he, he could be more of the Deontay Johnson type role, but I don't know the the pigeonhole him as like the downfield threat, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's because, you know, pick it is more of like now the intermediate guy. And then yeah, Alan Robinson really doesn't have the juice to go you <laughs> know, separate down the field. Damn it it, just him yeah. yeah, it's a of course, it is yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, he's hurt, too. Or he's banged up, too. I, uh, I saw him on and then, the injury.
1: Yeah, board. the guy you probably want to give a screen pass to is Jalen Warren. Yep, so, yep. yeah, that sucks. But it, it does make sense when you put it that way.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, since you're under the weather, uh, we'll just do a DraftKings oh. lineup uh, this time. Um, we both had pretty high score lines. I think it was like 202 to 170 uh, last week. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, f- I guess I forget who went first. I think it was you, right, last week in yeah. DraftKings? All right. Yeah, you can go first this week. Um, okay, I am going to go with Pat Frymuth at 10. I nice. was wondering if Steeler
1: would go first. Yeah, yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: I'm going to go with Puka Nakua at
0: 6,700. Like it. Okay. Uh, and you know I got to go Tutu Atwell yeah. <laughs> at 5,500 just to stay in the neighborhood here.
1: Uh, well, I am going with Pickens at 5400 Oh, yeah, he's way too cheap. What a lot of good options this week. It's going to be easy to build a team right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: too easy. Give me Zach Moss at 6k. Nice.
1: Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, screw it. I'll, I'll do it. Give me Kyron. <laughs> I knew it. it. Ky- Kyron and Puka in, like, a, a cash-based lineup will be a really high four play. So, yeah.
0: I'll go to Mari Cooper at 6100 Against the
1: Ravens. Nice.
0: And he's, he's at uh, home.
1: He's at home too. That's always big with him. <laughs> oh yeah? Oh, I didn't oh yeah. Oh I, I, massive, massive home and away splits. Yeah, he's been
0: uh I mean he's been these last two weeks, I know he's kinda of banged up week one, but he's been pretty uh pretty consistent here and uh yeah, White coming in this matchup against the Ravens who's still banged up uh
1: mm-hmm. corner. Uh all right, who you got? Keenan Allen, seventy nine hundred Against the Raiders. Um, I think they were the team talking shit to him last year. Uh, so he's going to have a big game anyway, but even more reason for him to go off. 18 catches, 215 yards last week. That's ridiculous. Was that, yeah. uh, remember you and Freeman's epic 15-minute debate? Yeah, I, I was, I was on watching? Keenan. He was on It was L uh, versus, a- yep. versus AJ Green. Yeah, yeah. Where are they now? Uh, well, I know <laughs> where
0: one of them is. I don't know where the other one is. <laughs> I'm actually uh, I'm doing a pod with Freebun tomorrow, so I'll tell him you said hello. Oh, you have to
1: bring it up. <laughs> tell myself what's up. <laughs>
0: um, okay, you got Keaton. I'll go Jamar Chase at 7,800. Nice. I uh, need, a, need a stud wide receiver. He's too cheap, I, I think, uh, against this Tennessee team that's giving up 100 plus to every number one. Uh, okay, so where are you going? You got, uh, what, four four spots left or five? You still got five spots
1: left. Right? Uh, I have five spots left, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Damn, I'll just take a defense now to get it over with. I'll go with the Browns, twenty eight hundred. It's a good spot, yeah. Especially uh, if uh, both offensive linemen are still out, could be a big game. So I have fifty three hundred remaining per slot after that.
0: Yeah, so do I. But I got for quarterback, yeah. running back, flex, and defense. Uh, so I, let me see, what do I need? Uh, I'll go Damian Pierce, fifty one hundred. He is uh, facing the Steelers defense. That's one of the, been one of the worst run mm-hmm. defenses. Uh in the league. Through three weeks and he's his price has come way down. So uh yeah, let's go, Damien.
1: Yeah, tight end is rough. Uh I'm pissed that you got fire move. Um like Zach Ertz at thirty two hundred, can't do that anymore. It looks like Trey McBride's uh making it more of a committee. Um don't wanna spend up. I'm gonna take a bit of a gamble and go with Hayden Hurst at thirty three hundred. Um, assuming like Mingo's out. Uh but he does much better against zone, so they're playing the Vikings, so hoping for, you know, some signs of life from Hurst. But let's go with him. Now I have 6K remaining for my quarterback, running back, and flex.
0: Um, I'll go quarterback. I'll go Herbert, 7,800 against the yep. Raiders. Got to black your Keenan Allen.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Um, all right, let's see. I'm going to lock in Kenny Pickett. Okay. At 5,100 and then go from there. All
0: right. I'll go Adam Thielen at 4,500. Hmm. So uh can block your uh, Hayden Hurst or counter yeah. it, I should say. But yeah. I do think he's a little too cheap for this revenge game. He's been, with Dalton, I think it gives him a little better chance to, to put up decent numbers, too. Yeah. Um, so hopefully Dalton starts again. But uh, all right, where are you going?
1: Uh, I'm going to go cheap at running back. I'm going to go with Khalil Herbert at 4,700 against the Broncos. Uh, and then I have 8,100 left for my flex.
0: Okay, uh, I just have defense left, so I'll go with the New Orleans Saints at home against the Bucks. Uh, the Saints defense hasn't allowed more than 18 points in any game, they are sixth best in terms of yards per play allowed, so uh, and they're getting uh, turnovers at the tied for the seventh highest rate, so like the Saints, D. 3,600, a little below some of the top defenses. Not quite as cheap as yours, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have 200 left on the table.
1: Um, So I, I can either go with like A.J. Brown or Tony Pollard, and I have them projected pretty close. Um, Maybe the slight edge to A.J. Brown, but I'm going to go with Tony Pollard here. Okay. Home game against the Patriots. I uh, do like his upside there. So let's go with uh, Tony Pollard to close things out. All right. What do you got for the team? So I got Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Khalil Herbert, and Kyron Williams at running back. My wide receivers are Puka Nakua, George Pickens, Keenan Allen. Um, Tight end, I went with Hayden Hurst, uh, and my flex is Tony Pollard. And for my defense, I went with the Browns against the uh, Ravens.
0: All right. Uh, I got Justin Herbert at quarterback, 7,800. Zach Moss, 6K at running back. Damian Pierce, 5,100. Uh, wide receivers, Jamar Chase at 7,800, Amari Cooper at 61, 2-2 uh, Atwell at 5,500, and dwin in the flex at 4,500. Tight end, Pat Fryermuth at 3,400, and the Saints defense, 3,600 with 200 on the table. All right, that is going to do it for us. Uh, we'll take a week off from doing FanDuel since Sean is, uh, you know, questionable for, uh, for week four. Uh, but for uh, for more great fantasy content from Sean and I uh, be sure to check out our full player projections episode dad is out right now over on the action network podcast channel uh every Friday morning we'll have the night shift episode of the fantasy flex right here on this channel a uh, special episode where we preview Sunday and Monday night uh DFS slates and I guess I guess the London slate uh this week uh, oh god as that's well. this week yeah. But, uh, yeah no we had some <laughs> we had some pretty good hits on the last pod you know Olamide and yeah. uh yeah. Calvin Austin so Friar move, so hopefully uh, we can keep it rolling. Uh, ActionNetwork.com for all of our NFL fantasy embedding content. Fantasy Labs for our DFS tools and models. Sean is on X at the underscore Oddsmaker. I'm at Chris Rabon. We're at those same handles on the free award-winning Action Network app. So next time, let's get this money.
1: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.